Welcome back to the Gary Sutton Show on WSBA. And you hear that cash register going, your money. How's it doing? How could it be doing? What can you do to make it a little bit better? Ryan Fox is the Gettysburg Director of the Financial Consulate, a fee-only financial advisory firm with the Financial Pulse every Tuesday morning. And Ryan, good morning to you. Great to have you on the show. Hey, good morning, Gary. It's a beautiful day outside. It's the kind of day that makes you want to go play golf. Uh, did you check no. your window? I, you got You might have something over it. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's a nice day if you're a duck. Uh, but uh, anyway, hey, you, uh, you know, we, we talked about some of the mistakes that we commonly make the last couple of weeks. But today, you know, you're you're getting to that time of year too, where. Um, yeah, yeah, there's still some newlyweds out there. There's some that even got started here just maybe in June and May who are kind of, you know, learning how to work together on some of the financial stuff. And I thought it might be interesting today. And uh, you wanted to talk a little bit about the newlywed tips. So let's get at it here. Yeah, thanks, Gary. Well, it's that time of year. August is traditionally the wedding month. And with the weather, you know, it's it's kind of the opposite of what many brides and grooms are hoping for right now, I guess. But, uh, you know, with outdoor weddings. But one of the things that's often neglected as a couple comes together, whether it's a first marriage, a second marriage, whether they're in their 20s or their 50s, um, is how financial integration needs to come with the emotional integration. And really, one of the things that we, we talk about with people is you need to talk about your financial habits, your goals, and financial memories with your spouse or fiance. And kind of, you know, understand everyone has this thing like a money background, and whatever those biases are impact our day-to-day decisions. Many of our earliest money memories come back in the form of our adult lives, and they impact us now. So you need to understand how you and your spouse may be different, and it's okay to be different, but you need to understand the differences and create solutions so that money doesn't become that ultimate wedge in a relationship. Yeah, we often times hear about divorces and so forth, and, and yeah. the biggest reason is money uh, most times. So what would you suggest to people here in terms of kind of getting started and, and, and working together on this? Yeah, well, you know, someone might say, well, we ought to set goals. Well, you can't set goals till really you know what the numbers are. So the first thing is sit down together and look at what comes in and what goes out. Openly share your assets, your liabilities, and your thoughts about money, and also talk about your, your income together. Does one make more than the other? It's, it's going to be the case, yeah, in most, most of the time. So start to pull your, your, your numbers together and then start to create a budget. That budget needs to be done jointly where you can test it out with periodic checkups. You know, an example would be, well, gosh, now that we're coming together, can we live off maybe 70% of our take-home pay and save the rest for whatever our goals are? And that's the next step. Set those goals. Come up with, number one, an emergency fund. Start funding maybe a vacation savings plan or a holiday savings plan and also integrate in retirement savings goals. If you don't know what your goals are, it might be time to start researching, reading, finding an advisor, doing something where someone can help you put those goals to paper. And, you know, one of the things that you do, I think, in trying to find an advisor is you you, you kind of have to be careful because you're laying out kind of the beginnings of your whole, I, I don't want to say portfolio, but your yep. whole financial life there. So it's important not to just jump into, you know, kind of putting your finger in the dike kind of thing. You kind of have to build the, the whole dike, don't you? Yeah, you really do. You have to be careful. And I mean, one one thing that'll come up is people say, well, gosh, we need life insurance. If you go to someone who only sells life insurance, they're going to have a bias because it's how they make a living to sell a certain type or style of life insurance. So as you start to literally unravel yourself financially naked, you need to make sure that 
you and your spouse are comfortable with whoever you're dealing with, that they are ideally fee-only or independent, but at least someone that you trust. And when they make recommendations, they clearly lay out all the different rationale that goes into their reasoning. And, you know, that comes into play where inevitably in a relationship there is what kind of what's called the financial spouse. Sometimes it's the male, sometimes it's the female, but the financial spouse can very easily kind of take over the finances, which is okay, but the non-financial spouse either has to speak up or be integrated in so that they know where these cash flows are going, if for, no, for, for really two major reasons. One, if something would happen to the financial spouse, the non-financial spouse needs to know where things are and, and how to kind of take over. But number two, you've got to have clarity in that relationship because down the road it could lead to problems if there's not full disclosure about how funds are being spent. You know, uh, and we don't want to disparage people buying a product. That's not what this no, is about. Uh, but what the, no. but the point is that I think especially when you're starting out and you're not really aware of all the various things out there, it's uh-huh. best to go out and find a place where you can get maybe the most variety. And I, I think, again, when – and I'm not just pointing to you, but I, you know, you're doing this segment with me – it's important to have someone who says, hey – you know, let me hear what you have. Let's take a look at what your scene is right now. Let's look what your situation is, and let's see what all might be available here beyond that as, as we help to kind of guide you into this whole thing called your financial future. Yeah, it really is. And you know the other thing that comes up, and you're absolutely right, Gary, uh, with how you, how you stated that. Um, you know, think about if you're dealing with an advisor, will they be around for the next 20, 30 years? One of the challenges in our industry is, in like many industries in, in South Central Pennsylvania, uh, we tend to deal with folks who in many cases are much older than us as we go through our careers. Try to look for someone who has some commonalities with you that you're comfortable with that may be someone that you could develop a relationship over the next 15, 20, or 30 years. Or if that person might be a little bit older, ask about the build-in succession plan for when they retire and who may take over for them so that you're not caught in 10, 10 years saying, gosh, I have to go find somebody you know, all over again and start to rebuild that relationship. Ryan, um, final tip for newlyweds that you might leave us with today. Yeah, you know, no one's perfect with money. And no matter what anyone says, mistakes happen. And it isn't necessarily the mistake with money that matters, but it's how you evolve in your relationship to understand and learn from the mistake as a couple. Sometimes a little wine helps that discussion, but, you know, <laughs> understand that things come up. Money is not a perfect road. Bumps come up. You have deductibles jumps that jump out in the way. Understand mistakes are going to happen. It's just how you evolve from those mistakes. And one of the things that you offer is a chance to talk to you about, you know, maybe getting that financial future started. And people give you a call at 334-1861. Of course, that's 717-334-1861. And always that great website. Yeah, it's ryanfox.info. Folks can go in and listen to clips from the show. They can do a ton of research on us. And like what many people do, they just start from a simple email and ask a couple of questions. And, you know, their questions probably take me all of 10 minutes to reply to. So uh, feel free to try that. Yeah, so if you don't have somebody and you're you're looking to find somebody right now, uh, Ryan Fox is one of the best there is, in my opinion. Ryan, great to have you with us this morning. Thanks for some great tips. I think uh, for those who are getting started uh, and have that fear about where do I go, what do I do, at least it gives them a starting point. Yeah, thanks, Gary. Have a great day and hope everyone stays dry. You too. And again, thanks for joining us on the Financial Pulse. Ryan Fox, Gettysburg Director of the Financial Consulate, a fee-only financial advisory firm.